Welcome back to The John Morris Show, a podcast for freelancers, web developers, and online business owners navigating the chaotic world of technology and online business. If you're new to the show, be sure to visit johnmorrisshow.com to subscribe on iTunes, Android, and TuneIn, and find past episodes of the show. And last but not least, as a podcast listener, you can get free access to my entire curriculum of freelancing and web development courses with the exclusive two-month free trial of Skillshare that I can give you. All the details on how to get that are at johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. Again, that's johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. Now, let's get to the show. The John Morris Show. So I'm officially in the doghouse with my wife. The, uh, yesterday we were trying to text and call each other. Apparently she was sending me a bunch of texts and calling me from work and stuff, trying to get a hold of me. And I wasn't getting any of it. And then I had sent her a couple texts and I never got any sort of response back from her. And uh, we both were kind of getting irritated with each other because we didn't know what was going on. Turns out I had somehow fat fingered my phone. Uh, and blocked her on my phone. So that's why I wasn't getting any of her messages or her phone calls back. So I told her if uh, she was good this week, I would I would go ahead and unblock her, which of course went over like a fart in church. So now I'm I'm officially in the doghouse with my wife. Not really, but I thought that was that was funny. Anyway, today's episode, uh, I want to get into really the, I want to talk about guaranteed success. Right. I want to talk about a way that you can guarantee that whatever it is, you know, in particular freelancing, web development, that sort of thing certainly applies here. But really anything you do, business, life, relationships, the way that the, the simplest way to guarantee that you can succeed no matter what it is that you're doing. You don't need to be intelligent like to, in today's day and age. It's much, much easier or much simpler to guarantee that kind of thing. So I want to sort of get into that in this episode and talk about how you can do that because I think a lot of people, I know me and my situation with, I, I started having kids when I was, uh, my first kid when I was 20 years old, you know, so I've always been in a situation where I had to make things happen, right? There was no, oh, I could fail on, uh, you know, I would only suffer the consequences and you know, I could recover. I never had anything like that. I've always been sort of under the gun. And I, you know, I imagine a lot of people are in that situation. And even if you're not, nobody wants to, nobody wants to fail if they don't have to. So there's a very, very simple thing that you can do uh, to, to ensure that you, long term you're going to succeed. And I kind of talked about this in the YouTube video I did recently, but I want to go to it more here in this podcast. And this all sort of comes up for me because I've had uh, a number of things going on in my life recently that have kind of made me remember the importance the importance of all of this, you know, building the house and and doing all these sorts of things and having my son down uh my oldest son down for Christmas if you don't know my first wife and I are divorced. We had a, a son together. That's my oldest son. He's 17 years old and you know, he's getting to that age where he's going to be leaving the house and it was just sort of a very emotional sort of uh time for me with him down here for Christmas because I don't you know he's busy and he's got sports and he's got all these things he's doing so don't get to see him as often as I, I used to or as I want to but uh so when I do see him you know it's always a little bit of an emotional thing 
But probably the big thing that that happened is uh, my mom's sister, uh, my aunt Pat, uh, recently passed away, and there were some things about the situation. I mean, it's it's always sad when you have a family member pass away, but there were some particular things about her situation that made it uh, especially emotional for me because my aunt Pat was, you know, I I probably haven't seen her for. I mean, a good you know, 20 years. It's been a long time since I've seen her. Um, however, back in my childhood, she was a really, really big part of my childhood. It's, it's a really interesting thing that happens with people. I spent a ton of time at her house. I have very fond memories of her and going over to her house and playing and all that sort of thing. It's, it's actually one of the few uh, aunts of mine or aunts or uncles or whatever that I actually have those memories of. So as a child, Right. I was I was I felt like I was very close to her. I knew her very well, yet I haven't seen her for almost two decades now. And I I've sort of experienced that with like the military. Like when I went to Iraq, you make all these friendships and you get really close to these people. And then I I probably don't outside of my wife, who I met there. uh, I I don't know that I really talked to too many people that I went over there with. So I've sort of been through that, but it was just a weird one for me. Because it was it was my childhood, right? I, I wasn't an adult with with her, and so she passed away. And one of the sort of interesting, there's always uh, tend to be some I've noticed anyway, interesting things that you find when when someone passes away. And for her, you know, kind of the sad thing is is she. It seems like she probably knew that this was coming. Uh, and she had been preparing for a while because she she was always kind of a historian of our family. Like our family has kind of an interesting history on both my mom and my dad's side. So my on my mom's side, it was, I can't remember quite exactly. I think it's probably great or great, great uh, grandfather established, you know, a town in Nebraska, uh, you know, and, and sort of led led out to a lot of the towns around it uh being established so he founded a a city in nebraska on my dad's side same thing uh the city of bellevue nebraska was founded by one of my my ancestors there's actually a house the original house that was the first house in bellevue nebraska that's a historical site in bellevue that is the house that my ancestors built when they first moved here uh, and founded, or not here, but moved to to Bellevue and founded Bellevue, Nebraska. So there's sort of some interesting history there on both sides. And my aunt Pat on my mom's side, she went on sort of this kind of crusade of documenting all of this history. So she had a lot of these old pictures of grandparents and great grandparents and so forth. And, and uh, you know, her brothers and sisters, their parents, just the whole, so, a whole family. And she had been collecting these over the years and she, as she kind of got closer to death, she started going through and writing on the back of who was in the photo, what the situation was, and writing all of these notes on just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures, documenting all of the photos and all of the history. And you know, to hear to hear my mom talk about it and how my mom gets choked up when she talks about Aunt Pat, my Aunt Pat and and her like dedication to doing that really sort of reminds me you know of and and it was sort of in this vein of my aunt pat had kind of 
you know, she'd kind of been on her own for a little bit. I mean, she she certainly went out and so forth, but I think there was some turmoil with with some of the kids and so forth. Um, and and the, sort of the feeling I got was that she was kind of spent a lot of time by herself uh, and was on her own. And so it it you know that's really what struck a chord with me because one of the most important things to me is my relationships with my kids, especially when I get older. I don't want to not see my kids. I don't want to not be involved in their life. And that's why I, I try to spend as, as much time as I can investing in those relationships now, not just assuming that they're going to be there just because I'm their parent, right? To, to actually create a relationship beyond that. That's something that's very, very important to me. And so when I see a situation where you know, maybe that wasn't the case, it, it really struck a chord with me. And this all sort of goes back to what we're talking about, about living a fulfilled life and, and the things that you value and the things that matter to you. Like I, I had done a, a video and I think I did a podcast on this a while back where I talked about essentially like new developers get so wrapped up in code and the technology and all the things that they're going to build and all the things that, that they're going to do. But I think with time, pretty much everybody starts to see coding as a means to an end. Right. What's important in your life is not you know, line 37 of your app or line 1,000 or 10,000 or whatever. That's not what's really important. It's, it's the people around you. It's the relationships. It's your family. It's, the, it's where you're trying, trying to go and, and, and code or, for, for me, freelancing. That's a means to an end. Right? The, one of the biggest reasons why I freelance. I've had job offers from all sorts of companies to come work for them and so forth. But every single one of them, I'd have to go into an office on a daily basis or I'd have to spend a lot more time engaged uh, at home on my computer than, than I do now. And the reason that I've turned all of those down is so that I can spend more time with my kids. I can homeschool my kids. I can be here and be in their lives and create that relationship. Like money doesn't, sure, we all got to make money. We got to, we got to get to a certain point so we can take care of our family, so forth. But for me, at a certain point, it just becomes diminishing returns. Like I'm not going to just work and work and work and work and work uh, and, and sacrifice my relationship with my kids for money. Like that just is not how I think about things. And so again, this all just sort of, for me in my mind, just all sort of swirls together. This is why I do this. To, to live a full life, to have those relationships, to, to really be able to focus on the things that matter, you know, and not just sort of scrape by uh, and, and do what, you know, everybody sort of expects you to do, take the normal path. I mean, we <laughs> we moved half, well, not halfway across the country, but we moved a couple states away. We sold our, you know, big house that was sort of our dream house and we're moving into and building our own tiny, all of that is along in in this same vein. And again, when I see someone like my Aunt Patton, maybe, maybe I'm misconstruing it, but that was the sense I got from what I, I sort of heard from from everybody. When I see something like that, 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 really, that really strikes a chord with me and it, it, it makes me want to kind of get out here and tell people like, go for it, live your life. Like, don't let things hold you back. Don't let fear stop you. Don't think that you have to go down the beaten path. Don't worry about what other people are going to say about, I mean, there's all sorts of people that have negative things to say about 
what I'm doing, including some of my own family members. But I don't care because I know what I'm doing. And what's funny is that with time, actually some of those people, those family members that were initially very negative have slowly started to come around because they've seen what we're doing. They've seen what's possible. Uh, and so, you know, if you're really truly committed to something and you really truly uh, uh, have a vision for what you can build for yourself, like that will inspire and rally other people as well. So don't worry about what people say at first. Don't worry about what they think. Like if just go, go for what it is that you really want and, and, and don't let those things hold you back because when you get to the end of your life, like these are the things that you're going to regret. It's not going to be line 1037 of your code. It's going to be relationships. Did I do the things that I wanted to do on a daily basis? And so that all sort of is a lead into like to what I wanted to talk about in terms of, you know, this this idea of guaranteed success, which I know is sort of a hypey-ish kind of term, right? But I actually really truly believe this and I just sort of look around at what's happening in the world right now. And to me, in my mind, things have gotten so much simpler, even though there's more complexity, there's more noise, there's more, you know, there's more technology, there's all these things happening. Actually, the fundamentals have gotten so much uh, simpler because so many people aren't doing them. And, that, and people lose focus on the fact that Regardless of the technology, regardless of where everything happens, at the end of the day, it's all still about people, right? And people don't change all that much, not as a sort of species. We, we, we don't change all that much. And so the things that matter 100 years ago or 1,000 years ago, they still matter now. And so the thing, my, my sort of idea on guaranteed success, and I alluded to this in the video I just did for YouTube, um, but my sort of idea of guaranteed success is simple. It's effort, right? Like in that video, what I said is, you know, there's a lot of people who come to this video and they're struggling as freelancers, right? They're, they're, they're not getting the clients they want. They're not making what they want. They're not charging what they want. They're miserable. And they'll come to this video and they'll not watch it, not because they don't think it's a good topic or because they start watching the content and they don't like it. Like, put all that aside, right? They won't watch it simply because they look down in the time block and see it's a 20-minute video. Ugh, 20 minutes? Oh, I'm not going to do that. Ugh, make it shorter, boring. Ugh, that sort of thing. I haven't had anybody actually say that yet, but... I promise you there are people, lots of people who will do that, who do that every single day when it comes to, well, there's videos or whatever it is. They simply look at something and they're like, oh, it's going to be so much work. And then they don't do it. And it just absolutely baffles me. And we've got to the point where, and again, I know a lot of this sounds cliche, but we've kind of got to the point where hard work is a rare commodity. Like people are constantly trying to outthink and out gimmick and out strategize work instead of just buckling down and doing the work. And they would get so much further if they would stop trying to come up with all of these elaborate plans and these slick gimmicks and this, that. And they would just put in the work. Right? So I, I mean I, I, I think of things like 
Upwork and, and freelancing and so forth. And I get people who will send me their profiles on Upwork and they'll have two sentences as their Upwork overview and are co just completely baffled why they're getting no work. Or I'll look at their portfolio and they have like one thing or nothing or the stuff they have in there looks awful. And they're like, why am I not getting work? And it all comes down to just being willing to put in the effort. That's, that's the trick. That's the secret to guaranteed success. Being willing to put in whatever effort it takes to make it happen. And like I said, it's become such a rare commodity these days. So many people are, are unwilling to do that. They see a 20 minute video or they look at a eight hour course or they, you know, whatever it is. And they just, ah, that's so long. Meanwhile, they're absolutely miserable in their day-to-day -day lives. But they, it, they'd rather be miserable than actually put in, put in the effort. And so, again, it just sort of makes winning simple, right? If you're, the, if you're the kind of person who's willing to put in the effort, and I mean really willing to put in the effort, right? Like a lot of people today think they work hard. And I've really, I've really come around to this and been introduced this in the last six months. I thought I worked hard. Right. I have people tell me, well, gee, you do courses and YouTube videos and homeschool and this and that and the other. Like, how do you do? I thought I worked hard. I thought I did a lot of stuff. Right. But building this house, go, go do hard labor for a while. And I'm not trying to be preachy about all this. I'm just trying to really hammer the point home. Like, go do hard labor for a while. If you haven't done hard labor in a while, you may have forgotten what hard work is actually like. Right, like it was funny over Christmas, uh, my my older brother has been, which, congrats to him. He's been uh, doing a keto diet, and they've been doing a, exercising and really gotten shape, and he's lost a bunch of weight and gotten really good shape, and and so forth. And so we we're kind of me and my little brother we were giving him crap about when he came down. We we're gonna show him what hard work really was and stuff, and like told him to make sure and work out his shoulders because house building is all shoulders and we we're just kind of going bandering back and forth and he's like uh he's like oh that that's all right I do my shoulder workouts every whatever it was every Wednesday or whatever at the gym and I <laughs> I kind of laugh back at him like that's great you know you're three little uh, or that's cute your little three sets of ten uh, w uh at the gym it's nice that you can actually quit but when you're building the house Right. Like you get in the middle of something and you, you're like my shoulders would just ache and ache and ache like they were done. And I still had three more hours of stuff to do. Like there's just you don't get a quit or if you do, you're what you're doing doesn't get done. Right. That's the kind of thing that I'm talking about when when you go through that. And it's been sort of six months. Me, I used to work construction way back in the day. So I had done this before and it just it reminded me that as hard as I work sitting at this computer and, and you know, typing these keys and <laughs> moving my mouse around, it's nothing compared to, to what's actually out there. Like I, you, it's easy to forget what hard work really is. And so again, simply being willing to do what other people aren't willing to do, to do the research, like, I try to hammer this home so much to people. 
and people still just mm, research. If you if if you're a freelancer and you want to like make sure that you're going to succeed, you want to do one thing that nobody else is willing to do that's going to set you apart to allow you to compete and win day after day consistently. Research. Nobody wants to do the research. Nobody wants to spend the time doing it. It's not sexy. It's not fun, right? But when you do the research, you learn things about yourself, your market, what you're offering, all of these things that you just can't learn unless you actually do the research. Most people just want to sit down and go, oh, I'm smart enough. I can figure it out on my own, right? I can figure out what services I should offer. I can figure out how I should write my copy. I can figure out what should go in my portfolio, when they have no concept of what their market actually wants, how their market is actually speaking, how their market actually thinks. So simply doing that research, which takes effort, which isn't fun, which is hard, simply doing that research, that alone could be something that long-term guarantees your success. Being willing to do the research. So. Again, I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to get super preachy about this, but there's so many people out there just not willing to do this. And if you are, that's the way to guaranteed success. Being willing to put in the effort day after day after day after day to outwork everybody. You know, like Will Smith says, die on the treadmill. So that's sort of my my little rant today. All of this stuff sort of sort of comes together with my Aunt Pat and just <laughs> everything that's been going uh, on in my life and, and just sort of what I'm seeing happening in the world. So I wanted to share that with you today. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, I appreciate you listening up to this point. Uh, that'll do it for this episode. Of course, if you like this episode, I'd appreciate if you do me a favor and head on over to johnmorrisshow.com. Click the start here link at the top and you'll see instructions there on how to go over to iTunes and leave a review of the show over on iTunes. I would really greatly appreciate that. That helps make the show more popular, bring more people in, uh, and so forth. So I'd really, really appreciate that. And of course, as always, if you're a web developer, you're a freelancer, and you want training on how to how to freelance, how to you know figure out what niche you should be in figure out what services to offer how much you should charge how to get people to hire you where to find client all that sort of thing right i have my beginner's guide to freelance course i'll teach you that i have my upwork course i'll show you how to do on an upwork got html php css javascript i got all sorts of courses on web development as well and i put them over on skillshare because as a uh, teacher there i can offer you a two-month free trial so you can go in there, you can take the courses, you can figure out if it if there's something you like. You get access to the entire library, by the way, 21,000 courses over there. Uh, you can access that entire library. But if you wanted, you could take my entire curriculum in that two months, cancel before the two months is up. You'll never pay a penny for the membership. You'll get access to the training and stuff that you need. So it's a really simple way for you to get in there and take the training and then maybe figure out the Skillshare, something you really want to, you really like, and you want to add it to your quote unquote arsenal for ongoing learning, which is what I've done. Anyway, the link to learn all about all of that is johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. All right, that'll do it for the episode. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.